This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And you're listening to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to do that at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. That was a creepy introduction. It really was. I welcome. wasn't sure how to respond to that. Don't worry about it. No, oh, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you drink still water? Do I drink? What do you? What is that? What do you mean? So, in the film Signs, the little girl left out glasses of water all over the house. She never wanted to finish a glass of water because, I guess, like it would go it bad. It was warm. It was warm. I don't know. Some people like room temperature water. Oh but... no, not me. <laughs> so what's the stipulation on your water drinking? Not a not a bottle. You get a cup of water. What's the what's the limit on how long that cup can stay stagnant before you drink it? Well, I'm assuming you mean a regular cup, no ice situation. Regular cup. You were thirsty. You need a sip to just clear out your throat a little bit. Then you put it down. You go do something else. What's the time? Within an hour, I'd say. Like I, it. Well, let me hold on. So, like within an hour, I'd Mm -hmm. probably come back to it and be like, "Oh, this." Like I drink some of it, it'd be like it's kind of lukewarm, and I put some ice in it. (laughs) But if it's got those like it's been sitting around type bubbles in there, you're not doing it. No. Well, I mean, how long are you thinking about it sitting around? (laughs) Like overnight. Like, so you get a glass of water before you go to bed, you know, you put it on your nightstand, you wake up the next morning, you're a little parched, you're a little, you're a little, a little dry. No, I think I could have some of that and be okay. Or, mm. you know, I'd be like, oh, it's still good. Add ice to it, you know, keep going. Okay. Okay. Keep but on you trucking. Gotta, you got to zhuzh it up a little bit. You're not just taking it to the head at room temperature. Because I really don't like lukewarm water, if I can help it. Ah. You know, I like really cold water. Okay. Um, I use a Yeti cup to like all the time. That's my primary water dispensary. I see. <laughs> I see. That's that's why I had to add so many stipulations on that yeah. question because I'm like, you know, I'm sure you you've already come up with a solution for this issue. So yes, yeah. <laughs> if I can help it, I mean, obviously, I like I said, I will drink like lukewarm or room temperature water, but yeah. it's not ideal for me. Some people love it. I know it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, eh. I'm, I'm a room temperature guy because I like when you I are, drink yeah. water, I like to just drink it. I don't like to sip it or, you know, just kind of like, you know, just kind of let it meander. No, I'm like taking it to the head. I'm doing 40 ounces of water in one gulp and I'm moving on. Oh, OK. Um, I do sip at water. So that's not like an abnormal thing to me, but I can also like if I've been out, I'm, it's really hot or whatever. I can chug really cold water. Now I'm just imagining you like in a rocking chair, just sitting outside. <laughs> that's accurate. I live in the south. Yeah, that's exactly what I do every single day. <laughs> everybody owns a, a rocking that's chair. That's what I do. <laughs> so I've got the door open. The internet has been welcomed into the studio. Oh, so good. now I should welcome everybody else to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt Peters. You know that already. I've been talking. Yeah, I'm Lex Lutz. Yeah, yeah. And I'm here to remind you that if you've never participated in an official boxing match, that means that you are currently undefeated in the world of boxing. So congratulations. 
Oh, that's interesting. It's true. It's true. Cool. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to put that on my resume. Yes, absolutely. I, People I will ask me to remove that. I don't care. You know, I'm disappointed because, you know, oftentimes people have told me that they're putting me down as a reference on their resume. And mm-hmm. I can yeah. count the number you of were times. You on my resume. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> I'm a professional sounding dude. I know what to say and what not to say. I'm not going to try to punk you out of a job. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad to be that contact. No one has ever called me. <laughs> nope. I have never been once questioned for that type of thing. And it used to be when people first started telling me this, you know, way, way, way back in the day, I would pick up every phone call that came through. I would try to sound professional if I didn't know what the number was. Like, oh, yes, hello. This is Matthew Peters. How can I help you? You know, and then after a while, it's just like, I don't know this person. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i ain't picking that up okay. i wonder that if that's why they don't really call anymore yeah yeah they just keep on hitting brick walls or they get exposed to some unfortunate circumstances that they don't want to be privy to yeah weird yeah but, that is weird you know if you got my number in, in our listening audience and you want to put me down as a reference go ahead and do it just give me a hit <laughs> fine you are writing a blank check but i don't know if that's smart (laughs) well if any the people who have my number are trustworthy so i can at least give them that i'm like oh i you're you're a very (laughs) trusting person that's sweet i find that very wholesome and sweet Ah. i barely trust the people i am blood related to (laughs) i'm telling you um, that's exactly what I'm going to say if I get one of those calls ever. I'm like, okay, look, obviously this is my correct number. The person who put this on their reference list has my correct number. So that right there is a commendation in and of itself because I don't give my number to anyone. Yeah, no, that's true. I have that's business true. I cards. I don't have it. And on the back of them, they just say, don't call. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you never gave me your phone number. That's and right. that's okay. One day we'll build up that trust. What you, we're, we're working on it. We're getting there. We're getting we'll there. get there. It's slow, you know? It's true. That's I don't want to scare you off. You're like a deer. <laughs> one, one false move. I step on one twig. Gone. Well, I guess we should get into it. So, happy, mm-hmm. happy Ash Wednesday, everyone. I hope that you've gone out and caught them all. Ash, Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was our... Etc. Charizard. They, I mean, I guess we can we can touch on that piece of news. They've they've uh, announced after this year they they came out with um I can't even remember the name of it the new Pokemon game that just got released that's supposed to happen in like ancient times in feudal Japan. Um, I Arceus. have not been keeping track. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a, some type of uh, Arceus it, does, type of. Is game. it good? Does it, does it look good? I don't know. It does look good. It's one of those like newer. Um, generation Pokemon games. So you're in a 3D world, uh, kind of like, you know, over the shoulder, uh, with your person. And you can actually see the Pokemon that you're hunting in person. So I hmm. hear a mix of a lot of. What's it called again? Uh, Pokemon Legend of Arceus. That's what it is. Yeah. Found yeah. It. So I hear it, it. there's a lot of, uh, changes to the traditional gameplay. <laughs> some people love it. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know they That's they cute. also uh they they announced uh two new Pokemon games this week three three days ago as a matter of fact Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. 
Ooh. Yeah, that's that's happening. Is that so, more traditional? Yeah, exactly. Modern day stuff. Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Yes, Scarlet and Violet. And that's all we I, know about that so far. It's been announced. It's happening. Oh my god. One of the options for the, the, the three choices for Scarlet and Violet starter Pokemon. I'm assuming these are starters. Yeah. It's a duckling. His name's Quaxley. Quaxley. He's a duckling Pokemon. His name is Quaxley. Okay. Oh, my God. Quaxley. I'm sending you this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. He's 13 pounds. <laughs> this is the greatest Pokemon. I, I want a stuffed animal. I want all the merch. Wow. They really hooked you with Quaxley, huh? Wait till you see Quaxley. You'll understand. Okay. All right. I'm looking at the three starters now. So there's a, there's a cat. This time it's grass, mm-hmm. you know. There's one that looks like a chili pepper. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's cute too. He is. They're all cute. He's a chili pepper dinosaur looking thing. He's the fire one. Ah, uh, Quaxley with it with an X. But look, but look at my boy Quaxley. Look at him. Look at that hat. Look at my little boy Quaxley. Look at that smart hat. That's a nice boy. Hat. <laughs> he's my, he's my home. I think that's his hair. Oh, see right there. That's I think he's got. I think he's got a little uh, toupee. <laughs> That's your I tattoo right there. You got to get Quaxley on your on your arm. Absolutely not. <laughs> but you know, yeah, that might age poorly. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Just a little I bit. can't think of a single Pokemon that I would be like, I'm gonna wear this for life. I mean, for the goth girls, I can see getting like you know the ghost Pokemon, Ghastly and Gengar and all those things. You know. Oh shit! You know, I spoke too soon. Getting um, uh, what's his face? Uh. The one with the skeleton. Oh, Cubone? Oh, God, he, Cubone. Cubone. Getting Cubone? That's pretty dope. Yeah. Cubone is, is like the coolest design, I think. He's a good design. I mean, Pikachu is timeless, especially if you get him on a surfboard, you know, doing that Yeah, sort of thing. but Pikachu is like, it's Pikachu, whereas Cubone is like, hey, I'm wearing my mother's skull. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's something <laughs> fucked about. There's something really fucked up about Cubone, but he's also adorable. Yeah. I just love it. Right. You know? You know, the the early Pokemon lore, from when it was still pronounced Pokemon, um, a lot of that stuff is just fucking brutal. Like, uh, yeah, Lapis, I think it was the name of the the one like dinosaur looking one that you can mm-hmm. ride on in the water. Yeah, that uh, the description in the Pokedex said it was going extinct, and that's why mm-hmm. you can only find one in the game. Yeah. Yeah, but it got dark. In in the most recent Pokemon games, they said that they've actually rallied back and they're no longer on the uh, extinction list. So you know. How did he? Wh- what did he rally with? Another Lapis or Ditto. You know, you can also breed Pokemon with Dittos. Yeah, the whole breeding thing bought Ditto. into it too. That got really weird. Yeah. Why are we talking about these Pokemon breeding? This is not a Pokemon podcast, Lex. We're moving on. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we made it one, but you know it's easy to fall into. But yeah, that's yeah. an adorable duck. You know, I'm all about ducks, so yes. Yeah, I, I'm a duck fan as well. Yes, you act as though I don't like ducks sometimes, well, and that surprises know. me. I do like ducks. I just don't want this to be a fucking Ducktales podcast, brother. <laughs> just let it that's go. All? Just let it. Just let it ride. That's all I'm asking. Just let it ride. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Talk. All right, Courtship. <laughs> Have you heard about this show? Have you seen advertisements for it? The Courtship. I do not know what this is. Okay. Tell me about it. I put a, I put a little YouTube link in there. 
you can play that Am in the background. Am I supposed to watch this? Well, you could, okay. it's just a little short, a little short clip. So okay. basically, picture <laughs> The Bachelor, except in the I'm Victorian it so era. So that I can just... Yes. It's The Bachelorette, but in Victorian okay. times. So this is a reality show, but everybody's got to act like they're from Victorian times. So no weird hot tub moments because hot tubs didn't exist back then. You know? Okay. Yeah. You know what? I understand this more than I understand The Bachelor. Mm. Because this is true fantasy. This is like, what if people acted differently? What if, you know, yeah. we had some like, you know, old school courting? Like that, that, like even calling it the courtship. That makes sense. Okay. I get it. Okay. I'm not saying I'm going to watch it because I just don't think. I still don't think it would be for me. A half of this trailer is shirtless men. Sorry, right. not, yeah, not, <laughs> not my tempo. But <laughs> you know, I I understand the appeal. Like I understand why it's a thing. I don't think I'd care for it. But I think it sounds better than a lot of other dating shows. I mean, you actually kind of hit the nail on the head of of where I was kind of going with this in one direction, which is we fucking got this a Victorian era dating show. For the straights before we got a gay bachelorette. What the fuck is that about? Yeah. I mean, all these seasons and they haven't done one yet? Have they done a gay bachelor? I don't think either? so. Wait, have they? Maybe. Well, first of all, if they do a bachelorette or a bachelor where they're gay, the drama in the households or whatever, like, it's just going to be a lot it's going to be intense. Oh, I think we talked it's gonna about this. It's going to be so messy, like so much more messy. You know what? It would be great TV. What's that? The, what's it called? Yeah. The, the reason why I'm like thinking that there was a gay bachelor was because there was a gay bachelor. There was a guy who came out after the show aired. The regular yeah. bachelor. Oh, yeah. He's like an asshole, apparently. Yeah. Colton yeah. Underwood was his name. Yeah. His name's Colton, so I'm just kidding. If we have any Colton Colton listeners, <laughs> Colton, our Colton fan base. I'm sorry, not I the Coltons. Do. If we lose the Coltons, Lex, we're done. We can't <laughs> lose the Colton. Not to be confused with the Culkins. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to lose them. No, no, they're they're good. They're good people, from what I understand. Um, but yeah, so apparently there was a, a gay bachelor type show called Finding Prince Charming that aired okay. on, uh, on, uh, another network. But yeah, it, not, I really think that those shows, like their demographic is straight white women mostly. Mm -hmm. I'm, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm maybe just straight women in general okay. are more interested in that show. I don't, I just, I don't really, um, I don't know. I don't know anyone who watches it. I don't know. It's not for me. But the reason I put it in the notes is because, yet again, this is another show that looks like it could have been one of those throwaway gags from 30 Rock. Yes. It, oh, know, my God. You know does. how you're saying that The Office couldn't be made today? 30 Rock couldn't be made today because they keep on picking up these shows that should be spoofs of other shows. I and I have I have been rewatching Thirty Rock. I just throw it on every once in a while, like on a lunch break or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm nearing the end of it now, but I'm just like I I can't I never go tired of this show. Like I can always watch it. It's perfect. <laughs> Man. Um, but yeah, it's it's like timeless to me, you know. 
those, those spoofs on that show, because I just watched the Queen of Jordan episode. Oh, yes. Those are good. Mm. Oh, my God. I was going to ask, which which TV show spoof was your favorite on uh, 30 Rock? Okay. So, like, it's hard to not say Milf Island because it's such <laughs> – it's so good at mocking that particular thing. Yes. Um. Kids got singing. America's kids got singing. America's yes. Kids got singing. Yes. Is also great. But like <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do think Queen of Jordan got its own episode for a reason. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was good. And I mean, Sherry Shepard is a gem always. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she inherited Wendy Williams' uh, talk show spot. Oh yeah. She dethroned Wendy Williams. That's right. That so that's official. I thought it was a temporary it's thing. It's official. Wendy Williams is Dunzo. She done. Yeah. yeah, didn't she do something to like get kicked off? I mean, she's done a lot of things. Yeah, but like something was the the, you know. I know her health hasn't been the best lately. Oh yeah. I think that's, that's what finally did it because like, honestly, she's one of those people that she says all kind of weird shit, but she does it in such a way nobody's really paying attention. So they right. just kind of like let it ride. Like, all right, it's, it's daytime TV. No one really watches. It's fine. True. But yeah, uh, America's Kids Got Singing was my favorite one. Every single singing competition <laughs> that D and I turn on, it's America's Kids Got Singing automatically. Yes, it doesn't absolutely. matter if it's the voice, whatever. No, it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been watching King of the Hill lately. Man, by the way. you know, there's, I've always wanted to so, go back and watch more of that. I've I had only seen a couple of random episodes, and I was like, I'm not really that into this show. Sometimes, and then I kind of got old. I didn't like it when I was younger. I kind of got older. I saw one or two episodes randomly, and I was like, I get why people like this, but I'm not into it. Yeah. And then Kayla was like, No, you have to understand. This is one of my favorite comedies of oh. all time. <laughs> so I was you, like, Okay. Got to give us so some. Got to give like, a chance. <laughs> so I was like, Okay. So what what should I watch? And she said, Okay. And she made me a list of episodes to go watch at random to sell me on the show. Okay. I got halfway through that list that she made. Yes. And then went back and started it from the beginning. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I was so, it's so good. So freaking good. So my journey with King of the Hill was, it was on at a weird time mm -hmm. in our local market because it came on before the Simpsons. Uh, you know, so it was like, it was the Simpsons, Random show and then X Files like mm-hmm. on Sunday night like that was the routine and then King of the Hill was before all of that, but everything else they tried to put in there it just never worked until I guess Family Guy technically worked right you know but by then X Files I think was was gone but anyway I'm I'm getting off the subject here King of the Hill to me felt like a substitute for the Beavis and Butthead I still wanted because I was at that age okay you know? yeah. And it was like, oh, man, this is the King of the Hill guy. Or rather, this is the, the Beavis and Butthead guy. Why isn't he doing that anymore? Why is he doing this dry right. shit? You know? I I think Kayla's list could sell you. I have it still. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to dig into episodes, but like start with particularly good ones, yeah. you know, yeah. to get the real feel of what the show is at its peak. Mm-hmm. And then I just ended up, I was I kind of abandoned the list and I was like, I'm just going to go back and watch from the beginning. So now I'm in season two. There are various episodes of that show that I've seen randomly that I do really enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. Bobby taking self-defense class is definitely one of them. 
you know, with the famous, <laughs> that's my purse, I don't know you line. That's Everybody quotes purse. that one. Kayla, they say that to each other now. Yeah. I'll randomly be like, that's my purse. She'll go, I don't know you. Uh, that's a banger. That's that's definitely a banger. It's uh, so good. Most of the... Wanna... Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> I watched like the sex ed episode the other night and, and Peggy was like, Bobby, do you know anything about like, you know, like about sex? And he's like, uh, not much. I'm kind of worried I'm going to be a slut. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what? Yeah. Like those early episodes, they had a lot of work to do building that world. Yeah. And it was kind of rough sometimes, especially with the animation. But as soon as you hit, yeah, but as soon as you hit season two, it starts to find its footing. Yeah. I think. And, I mean, and the first season's only like 12 episodes. To be fair, most shows are like that anyway. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Luann focused episodes. I could watch those anytime. Uh, yeah. cause she was just fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything with, uh, what's his name? Dale. He's pretty funny. I do enjoy yeah. his, oh my God. his particular, the pocket sand. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like I haven't given it the full commitment of a, of a total rewatch. So I think yeah. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm in right now. It's on Hulu. That's what I've been digging into. On the Hulu. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It might be on Netflix too. I'm not 100%. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. If you have oh, I'm VPN. sure it's on HBO Max as well because they have the, you know, the Cartoon Network shows and everything. So you'd be surprised. Yeah. Like it's a weird, it's a weird agreement that they have with uh, Adult Swim and the and the Fox cartoons because uh, Family Guy got uh, rotated out strangely enough oh yeah you know and everybody was kind of surprised by that because even when family guy was canceled by fox it was still coming on adult swim every night oh yeah and that's what brought it back yeah and that's that's been a staple and i think just because of that goodwill they left it on there but they finally were like okay we're bringing it back in well where are they going to put it disney plus you know it, it doesn't belong does not belong on disney plus yeah <laughs> yeah but Speaking of stuff coming back, Futurama's coming back again, and again, 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 again. <laughs> it's had so many revivals. I, I just, I don't know if I care enough this time. And that's, this is coming from someone who loves the show. I yeah. love Futurama. I can watch that anytime, any episode, except for maybe some of those straight to DVD uh, movies that were chopped up in episodes. Those were kind of, yeah. but other than that. All good stuff, but yeah, I mean, again, is it is it really worth bringing back one more time? I I, I just don't uh, I don't know. I mean, the beauty of animated shows is that you can come back at any time, right? As mm-hmm. long as like all the actors want to come back and everything, it sounds like they've solved that problem. Yeah, yeah. So one of the holdouts was uh, John DiMaggio, who voices Bender and various other characters on the show. Um, apparently, it was uh, a monetary dispute. But not just for him, right. but he believed the entire cast deserved to get paid more money. And if uh, th- I should also mention that this revival is a, a Hulu-led revival of the show. Mm-hmm. So typically, those are given a little bit less budget than you know previously. Like we've seen with the Animaniacs uh, revival. It's, it's good. It's not great. And you can tell they really cut a lot of corners with it. Like the, the voice cast is half of what it used to be. So, yeah, I'm guessing that if they bring King of the Hill back, it's going to be on Hulu as well. It seems like it would be a good fit for Hulu, yeah. 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 So, 
We'll see what happens. But now that John DiMaggio's back in the fold, the voice cast is complete. They discussed recasting him at one point. Everybody was against that because, like, mm-hmm. how do you replace that guy? So Yeah, he's a legendary voice actor. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, so, you know, I'm not it's it's kind of like bad pool too just like going it's it's almost like union busting when you go in there yeah and try to replace john dimaggio as bender like imagine yeah, the pressure you, you can't do it no and i don't want some actor to have to come in and do that either like that that would suck for them exactly i mean all that yeah just people staring daggers at them all the time but yeah thankfully they don't have to go through that yep 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 I found it interesting too because DiMaggio was on uh, Disenchanted or Disenchantment. I forget what the oh, actual name Oh yeah, was. I never watched that show. I, I remember seeing the trailers for it and it just well, it didn't look great to me. Yeah, you know? I can I can understand what they were going for. It's like okay, Simpsons is modern day, Futurama obviously future. Let's go to the past with a Matt Groening, David X Cohen project. Yeah, and it's good, but it's not completely hold my attention good, like. I'll okay. have it on in the background, yeah. and when it's over, it's over, and then when it comes back, I'm surprised. Like, oh, they weren't done. Yeah. Okay. You're like, okay, I guess they're still making these. Right, right. And it's it's more story-based, too. It's not just as uh, episodic as the other uh, shows are, so there's, yeah. there's a through line there. Um, part 4 just came out last month, and I already went through those episodes. They were like maybe 6 or 7, so. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks about a lot of modern TV now is that we get such short seasons, so little of it. And we usually get it all at once. And it's just like, okay, Oh, there it is. And then it's gone for another year, like a true year, not just how network television takes the summer off. You know, have you started watching Maisel yet? No, because I know I'm going to burn through it. You will enjoy this season. I know I will. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I just don't want to go another fucking year <laughs> you without it. You want to make it last. I know. There's so much that goes into that production. You can tell it's such an expensive endeavor for all yeah. involved. And yeah. that's that's why I kind of give it a pass a little bit with the length of time it takes between seasons. Because I'm like, I know they have to like move heaven and earth to get all these people together to do all these sets just right. But man, you miss yeah, it. Yeah, apparently it's, it's a nightmare to... Because um, like, I friend of a friend type of working in New York in the film industry and like all of the like clearing out the streets they have to do for filming and stuff like that to make it look like that era is like a lot. Like the production is a lot. And I understand that. I understand it's a big show. It's an expensive show. It's a brilliant show and Mm -hmm. they need that time, but it still hurts my heart, you know, (laughs) to not have it around. Same, same. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredibly apparent when they do those sweeping overhead crane shots, too. It's like, man, not only do they have to clear out this block, but a couple still blocks the, in the, the distance. The New York to Paris one that they did, what was that, oh. season three, is still one of the most beautiful shots of that show. Yeah. So yeah. fucking good. You know, you and I were talking the other day, like, they fit so much humor into such a small amount of time. Yep. And the writing is just so quick and just witty. But they do take their time because, I mean, you compared it rightly so to Gilmore Girls, obviously, because that's that's her other show. Yeah. But they take their time between those scenes to kind of show off a little bit of the cinematography that they've put into this. And it's it's great that they do that. It gives you a moment to breathe. Right. Right. I think 
I love Gilmore Girls. I think Gilmore Girls is brilliant, but I do think her her writing has just become sharper. She's just become better. Yeah. As the years have gone by, you yeah. know. Definitely. And that's a testament to hiring good writers too. But um, you know, not anyone can write her style. Um, Amy Sherman Palladino has such a distinct voice, and we saw it when. She left Gilmore Girls that last year. It was not the same show mm. because they just could not write the same way that she yeah. does. They tried. It didn't work. It wasn't right. Man, she's got so much talent under that hat. It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's full of secrets. Full of secrets. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see what happens next on the show. I think it comes out every Thursday or Friday. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a, it's only a few episodes a season, but yeah, I'm, I know. Well, we brought up something in the Discord channel, and uh, we haven't really discussed it on the show, so I wanted to mm-hmm. kind of let it breathe a little bit. Uh, one of our one of our listeners, one of our fine patrons, actually mentioned, uh, Mike mentioned that uh, the uh, the Netflix stuff, the Netflix Marvel shows are now gone from Netflix, completely gone. Never to be seen on Netflix again. <laughs> but in the middle of the month, they're going to be hitting Disney Plus. So rest yeah. easy, those of you who put off watching season two of Iron Fist. You can now let it Listen. sit in your queue <laughs> indefinitely. It's not about Iron Fist. It's about having access to Daredevil it's and Luke drive. Cage again. It's about you power. Know? It's about yeah. That's yeah. true. All that's that. true. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad to have access to Luke Cage once more. Now, I know that you are a big proponent of physical media. However. Yeah, I like my of, bunker. So. A lot of this Netflix stuff was not released on physical nope. media, at least legally in the United States. You had to get it yep. from like the UK market or you had to find a bootleg of it. And that's not really getting people paid. So yeah, it's dubious at best. Are they are they releasing physical media at all? Or no. is it just gone forever? Cool. I, I wanted to uh purchase Luke Cage uh physical media because I got it's, the the Luke Cage okay. vinyl album years ago from Mondo mm-hmm. when they released it because it looks gorgeous and I don't oh, even know a record love, player. I would go broke if I had like money money, I would just buy so much fucking Mondo vinyl. Mm-hmm. But they sell out too quickly too. They really you know? do. They really anyway. do. Daredevil TV show DVD. So I'm just so it's weird. I know Stranger Things came out on Blu-ray because they released it at Target with like an exclusive VHS-looking box. Mm-hmm. You know, and it looked cool. It looked weathered, like it had been sitting around for a while. Um, but all of their shows don't get those type of releases. I don't think even Squid Game got like a physical release, and that was their most popular show this year. It past looks year. like these are other countries, like you were saying. Yeah, they got those weird like uh, warnings. The regional. The regional yeah. things on the bottom, the little yellow yeah. triangle or something. Yeah, and you can you can get a player to watch those. You just have to be careful with it, you know. Right. Exactly. They're so, very pricey too. It looks like I'm only seeing season. One, I don't know. These seem sketch. So all of the Netflix Marvel shows are coming to Disney Plus and Agents of Shield, if you care about that. Um, <laughs> but what's what's great about this, even if you've already seen all these shows, Disney Plus is also going to be adding a uh, a parental lock uh, that you can program uh, into your account, 
which is good news because that means that they may be willing to put more grown-up content on their service and actually yeah. put it front and center so you know they have it. Yeah. Well, you mean like original content or... Oh, I, I'm talking about like, you know, Fox movies, like Alien, yes. Aliens, yeah. Alien 3, you know, that sort of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, good point, good point. Yeah. Because, I mean, they own them. They should probably yeah. show them to us. <laughs> yeah. They need to do something because, like, yeah, you don't sit on an entire net or network, an entire studio's worth of properties and do nothing with it. That's fucking stupid. I know some other markets um, outside of the U.S., they have a another uh, tier of Disney Plus along with, like, ESPN and, and uh, right. National Geographic. It's called, like, Star or something like that. Which obviously they can't name it that here because of the Stars Network, but right. um, yeah, they people overseas have access to more, you know, adult content like your diehards and that sort of thing. So yeah, just give us access to it. I mean, I'd rather not have a separate one. I'd rather just be able to go in and watch whatever on one app. But it's better to be able to see it than not. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this next one's all you. It is. I had to bring news, guys. Bring it. I bring news. I bring news of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I just really wanted to share this because I'm ready for Lindsay Lohan to have a comeback. You know, Matt? Uh-huh. She's she's still young. She still needs to have this, you know? I mean, she I know has expanded her relationship with Netflix. Hey. She right. signed a deal for two more original films, which she will star in. Okay. Yeah. Um, the deal comes following her attachment to Falling for Christmas, a holiday rom-com that is slated to debut on Netflix, Netflix later this year. Um, in it, she plays a newly engaged spoils er- spoiled heiress who gets into a skiing accident, has total amnesia, and finds herself in the care of the handsome blue-collar lodge owner, Cord Overstreet, That's not a and name. his precarious daughter leading up to Christmas. This is just overboard, but Christmas. Wait a minute. Is Cord Overstreet the actor's name or the character's name? Cord Overstreet is the actor's name. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. It's very unfortunate. I don't know why they would cast him with this movie. I think Lohan deserves a little better. Really? I'm just going to throw it out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's he's one of the Glee guys. Wait, his name was Cord Overstreet and he was on Glee? Yeah, he was. Holy fuck. I grew up in a really bad time, Matt, and I deserve legal compensation. Um, I'm currently a part of a class action lawsuit against Ryan Murphy for the things that I suffered through. How did, how did they get away with that? How? I don't know. Oh, my God. <clears throat> um, so, okay. she is going to be starring in this, and they're, I guess they're, it's going so well, which... That's really good news because she had a lot of issues working on sets years ago, but she's taken time off. She's seemingly still sober, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, and she's doing well, and I'm guessing that they kind of were like, all right, let's make a movie and see how things go. Yeah. That's done now. I assume that she's either in the process of filming it or done filming it. It went well. They like it. They signed a two-picture deal with her, which is amazing. 
I'm so happy for her. And I love Lindsay Lohan. And yeah, I, want her to, I want her to be healthy to have a comeback, you know, because she dealt with a lot of bullshit. Yeah, that's at a true. Young age. I mean, it's a lot of pressure. I, I know that it's easy to take pot shots at starlets who fall from grace and, and have drug problems right. and, and all kind of weird issues. But, I mean, honestly, it's a lot of pressure for anybody to go through all that. And folks that are putting on a brave face and, you know, haven't gotten any trouble. You don't know what their personal life looks like behind the scenes, you know? So yeah. And she, the, the women in particular of that era of the early 2000s, like that was the worst. Like the things that they had to deal with um, from the, the most publicized, like Britney and Lohan and all that to like ones who didn't deal with as much but still had a lot of bullshit you know like remember when they were like jessica simpson is is plus sized and overweight oh god she just looked like a normal fucking woman it was also the the hottest she's ever looked (laughs) like like seriously she did like she was i guess technically bigger than she was before she looked amazing she did holly berry got all kind of shit during that time oh yeah you know it's just it, it was a terrible, terrible era for like women in the spotlight. Yeah. And I can't like particularly terrible for these young women who were just teenagers. Right. Gabrielle Union after Bring It On, you know. Her. Oh, God. Yeah. She deserved way better than the bullshit she dealt with. Exactly. Exactly. So be kind to women. That's that's our takeaway from this episode. Um, yeah. We're not done. I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. What if I was like, no, don't. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan recently said that we've been mispronouncing her name all this time. Oh, God. what? How does it pronounce? Lohan. Lohan? L- Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I'll find the video and send it to you. I think she was being sincere. But after hearing about, like, Fandaway Newton and somebody else did it too recently where they said, yeah, people have been mispronouncing my name all this time and I'm trying to put a stop Jake, to it. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. But yeah. Maggie still pronounces it Gyllenhaal though. So They both fucking pronounce it Gyllenhaal. <laughs> They're just being weird. Apparently it's pronounced Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's, it's full Swedish bullshit. Army Hammer. Like, I get it. You're Swedish royalty. Shut up. Army Hammer is actually pronounced arm and hammer. And we've yeah. just been like, yeah. no, that can't be right. <laughs> Cord is pronounced Chord. Chord Overstreet. Chord Overstreet. Chord. Actually, actually, my name is pronounced like 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 you're the Swedish chef. Like, it's Chord. Chord. Chord Overstreet. Oh, man. Speaking of cooks, oh, this is a great segue. Oh, man. Pat myself on the back for this one. Julia Childs is getting a series on HBO Max. Ooh. Well, not Julia Childs herself. Like like a documentary or something? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a a serialized drama about the life of Julia Childs starring the one and only, excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) A little bubble there. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Um, starring uh Sarah Lancashire. Lancashire? Now I I can't say people's names correctly because uh our last bit of conversation there. 
Help me out. Sarah Lancashire. Lank, Lank, I'm Lancashire. sorry. I, I, ha- I hadn't clicked on the article. Oh, I, fuck. That's <laughs> yeah, I, I believe Sarah Lancashire. Yeah, I believe so. It's going to be like Lancashire or something like Lancashire. that. Lancashire. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Sarah is going to be starring as Julia Childs in this show. Her husband is going to be played by David Hyde Pierce. But what really stands out to me is that the show also features B.B. Newworth. That's right. We're getting a partial Frasier uh, reunion <laughs> on this show. And that that is exciting to me. And this is when we announced that this has become a Frasier pop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is cool. I didn't know that was even happening, but that's a good cast. Yeah. It's created by Daniel Goldfarb, who we may know from The Marvelous mm-hmm. Mrs. Maisel. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw the trailer. It's available uh, in this article, as a matter of fact. And it comes out, I believe, at the end of this month. It looks really interesting. They're going to do something similar to what they did with Maisel and drop the first three episodes, and then a new one comes out every week. Yeah, I just don't know. I I don't really have an interest in Julia Childs, but I'm willing to give a show like this a shot. You yeah, know? yeah, same. I mean, especially with like a good cast and everything like that. It's like, yeah, why not? Exactly. And, and HBO a- puts out good shit. You know. <laughs> yeah, you can't deny that. Yeah. Um, you know, if if they can make Danny McBride interesting for like three different series, they can definitely do Julia Childs. God, um, the relationship between Danny McBride and HBO. It's, it's such just, a loving yeah. and nurturing little relationship. <laughs> I love it because the it's fave like celeb couple. He used to be in everybody's movie. He used to be just like, all right, here's the Danny McBride portion of a Judd Apatow film, you know? Yep. <laughs> Pineapple Express. All right, we got to devote 20 minutes to Danny McBride. Um, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda. Danny McBride's character gets <laughs> it's a half hour of this film. <laughs> Right. But then when HBO adopted him, it's like, okay, Danny, go nuts. Make your own show, star in it, write it, produce it, everything. And he's like, all right. And then he's like, bet I'll do it three fucking times. <laughs> I'll keep bringing my friends back. Yeah. And we'll keep doing this stuff. It's just what I do now. Fuck yeah. you. But it's funny because he never brings in like a Seth Rogen or, or a, a Paul Rudd or anybody like that. It's always just like his little circle of, of players, you know? Yeah. I think that's because – doesn't he film it all in Atlanta? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that probably puts some limitations on who he can have on it on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. But he's got like Walter Goggins most of the time now too. Yeah, but Walter Goggins would be like, fuck yeah, I'll go live in Atlanta. Hell like, yeah. you know? Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who's like, yeah, I'm down because then I don't have to be in L.A. or whatever. Fuck this place. Man, Walter Goggins. I mean, he. Okay. Yeah. Well, a legend. (laughs) What a legend. What a legend. (laughs) He was great in Vice Principals with him, though. I thought that was a great performance. I didn't see any of Vice Principals. You should do yourself a favor. It's a quick watch. It's. Is it? Okay. It's it's wild. It's good. Okay. (laughs) Wasn't Busy Phillips in that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would. I feel like that that would sell me. So yeah. check it out. <laughs> that was around the time she was doing those weird blue jean ads. I know. I love her. I love everything about her. You know. Her name's Busy. Her name's Busy. That's right. So yeah, Julia. End of the month. HBO Max. Check it out. It's real interesting looking. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to watch the trailer for sure. All right. Well, we got a few quick hits here. Did you wanna um? Do Wall of Weird this week, or you want to save that for another time? Oh, the Wall of Weird, guys. It was dark. It was so dark. 
Do we want to go into the darkness of Wall of Weird? We can do that, and then we can do these quick hits afterwards to kind of like make it a palate cleanse. Okay. Okay. An awful Wall of Weird update. Um, the You guys remember the couple and their dog and their child? Oh, no. Who They're back? Died. Yeah, who died on the, what was it, California um, trail? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the final text messages and phone calls and everything that they had um, went through kind mm. of thing. Um, or they, they figured out exactly what they had done. Um, it says, final text messages that uh, attempted and attempted phone calls revealed by police this week bear a desperate final moments of the two parents, their baby, and their family's dog who died mysteriously in the Sierra National Forest hiking last year. Um, so the text reveals, and it supports this final cause of death, hypothermia and possible dehydration amid soaring temperatures. Right. So remember, we were thinking it's toxic algae or something strange like that. Mm-hmm. They sent text messages. Um, one of them was... Can you help us? Uh-huh. Um, on a on Savage uh, Lundy Trail headed back towards Heights Cove Trail, no water, there overheating with baby. Oh. Yeah, the text never went out because of a lack of cell phone service. Yeah. There were also five attempted phone calls to multiple numbers in just 25 minutes. After noon, the day the family died, although none of those were to 911. Oh, wow. That's kind of strange. I'm surprised they didn't try to call 911. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't you try to call 911? They must have, you know, at the very end, it's it's terrible, but, like, they must have thought, they, they didn't actually think that anything was, like, they didn't think they were going to die. They thought, oh, this is just a really bad situation, and then all of a sudden it was over. Wow. That's the only thing I can think. But we were kind of all wondering, you know, what, how did this play out? And I feel like the fact that they were texting, that they were calling, that they were trying to get through and couldn't because of cell phone service issues mm-hmm. kind of supports this, you know, the, the like cause of death. Um, they weirdly redacted some things, though, like who sent it and everything like that. Oh, wow. I don't know if that's a privacy issue or what, but none of it was sent to 911 or anything like that. So, yeah. Man, oh, man. See, I told you, it's dark, but it's it like the conclusion to that really weird story. Like, mm-hmm. And that story, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it still haunts me. Yeah, yeah, same. It's, uh, it's unfortunate that that happened. You know, a whole family... Just going like that is 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 very sad. I ah, man, I, I I wish it wouldn't have ended that way or at all. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously agreed. Um, it's just such a strange story, too. You know. Um, For sure. But yeah, let's let's talk. Let's move on to quick hits because yeah, yeah, a few little things to kind of lighten the mood right. a little bit. You know, of course, our our, our thoughts are with that family. We hope that the survivors, everybody else, is is hopefully healing from that situation. And you know, it's just 
I guess the the takeaway there is just know your limitations when you go out on a hike like that. Yeah. Especially when you're bringing small children and animals, for sure. Um, be sure of your area, your surroundings, your cell phone coverage, your 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 water intake. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, just just try to be as careful as you can, especially with yeah. all of that going on. But yeah, let's move on a little bit here. So I put together a list of quick hits, stuff that don't really need a full conversation, but worth noting from this yeah. week. So first off, Lego has announced that there will be a Thor Mjolnir set where you can rebuild Thor's hammer in one-to-one scale. It looks beautiful. It looks great. My immediate thought, though, is it's going to look awful when it hits the floor. (laughs) That was your first thought? That was my first thought because, yes, it does have a strap on there, but the strap is small and doesn't look like it go even around a toddler's wrist. My second thought was, man, if you have any children... Animals, clumsy self, clumsy family members in mm-hmm. your household, that thing's not lasting long at all. It's just going Do you down. think children will buy this set? This seems like an adult collector's set oh, that will sit on the shelf. That's what's worse, because the adult will buy this set, put it together, close the door, and if Lego Movie has taught us anything, some punk-ass kid's going to sneak in there and try to play yeah. with it, and all of a sudden it's just debris. It'll be Fair a recreation <laughs> of Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> They'll oh, try God. to recreate that scene oh, Ella and just crash. Yeah. Honestly, as a kid, that's that's something I would have done. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. that's happening. $99, so be careful with your money. Hopefully, no. if, if it looks good to you, check it out. If not, I don't got that Lego money. You that's too much money. <laughs> It is. It is. Um, all right. So the Batman is being well reviewed. Surprisingly, that that is worthy of a quick hit in my book because we all well, not we all, but I had this movie pegged as something that I could miss. But apparently America, the rest of the world is saying, no, we need a little bit of the Batman in our lives right now. I want to see it. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. want to see it. And but... people are enjoying it. So that's good news. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I had high hopes for it based on the cast and you know Matt Reeves directing. Yeah, I got a I got a good feeling about this you and know, and the future films. And it's a story we haven't seen. We haven't seen a Catwoman uh, live action. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we have. I was gonna say not, not since uh, the second one, but no, we had no uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Uh, Holly Berry. Okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had that. We had the little girl from Gotham. Yeah. Okay. We've gotten a lot of Catwoman. Disregard that last part. Anyway, like I said, it's being well reviewed. You can get popcorn shaped like um, the container, rather, will be shaped like Batman's head. So what? that's something that you can get from AMC theaters if you're so inclined. That what? Yeah. Yeah. Shaped like Batman's head, and you can eat popcorn out of it. That so. sounds disturbing. Should I look it up? Yeah, I think you should. The Batman AMC popcorn bucket. Popcorn bucket. You put all that nice I'm butter and salt. I'm gonna regret this. <laughs> Images. 
I don't like this at all. <laughs> that is terrible. All right, we're gonna share this on the on the feeds so everyone oh, I hate can it. suffer along with us. Oh, I hate it. Uh, Robert Pattinson, the Batman himself, has revealed that he's still a big old nerd, just like the rest of us are, because for some reason he can't choose between Aerith and Tifa from Final Fantasy VII, and he took interview time with a French outlet sitting next to the one and only Zoe Kravitz to promote their film to talk about his love of Final Fantasy VII. (laughs) (laughs) And Zoe Kravitz gave him shade, rightfully rightfully so. Speaking of Zoe, she has not seen Twilight, which I think is awesome. (laughs) What? Why would she have seen Twilight? (laughs) Real question, though. Why would she have seen it? She's too busy being Lisa Bonet's daughter. You know, yeah. When you're peeling, she's too cool. And are, Lenny Kravitz. I mean, say what you will, but. And then you get a bonus dad in Jason Momoa. It's like, yeah, you she's got she's got some good shit going on. She got enough going on where you don't need to sit through Twilight. Like that was for us bored people. So there's why that. was someone asking her if she's seen Twilight? Because it's fucking. It's 2020. <laughs> it's 2020. It's two. Oh, it's 2022. Yeah, one of those. 2020. Why do you say it in a weird way? This is 2020. This is 2020. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jason Momoa, man, we got a lot of that news. Uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet, we learned several weeks ago, unfortunately, will be getting a divorce. Wait a minute. Breaking. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are going to fucking work it out. That's right. They're sticking together. Yeah, they they... Took a step outside, realized the dating pool is terrible, and then took a step back inside. They said, just like a good pair of waffles, we're sticking together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Very happy for them. It takes a lot for a couple, after they've been together for so many years, to really just like sit down and go, look, we ain't doing better than what we got. <laughs> yeah. Well, and to also publicly like break up and then get back together seems yeah. intense. Yeah. Um. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. No. Didn't that same thing happen with um, Danny DeVito and, um, oh, God, from Cheers? Oh, Rhea Perlman? Rhea Perlman, yeah. Didn't they split, and then they got right back together? They did. They did. Yeah. So, same, same, same. And then they've been together since, I don't think. Didn't that happen with yeah. Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart a few times, too? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> don't bring that up. Please. Jesus. Are they still a thing or are they not a thing anymore? Seriously? Are really? You... I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> She's gay and engaged to a woman. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe she was like fluid or something. Oh, well, oh, she might. She might. Oh. But she's engaged to a woman. Okay. I'm not I'm not 100% sure of her sexuality, but she did say on SNL I'm gay. So, oh, that's true. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't want to take that away. She's, yeah, she's engaged to a woman. And then Robert Pattinson, he was um he stated, I think he, I think he's kind of like, you know, like a pretty monogamous dude. Like he just goes from like a relationship to the next kind of thing. Okay. I don't know who he's dating now. He was dating a, a musician at one point. I don't remember who it was. It but, was Lenny yeah. Kravitz. No, okay. Yep. Start that rumor. Um, yeah. So Jason Momoa, Lisa Bonet sticking together. Good for them. Uh, yeah. People who aren't sticking together, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, 
for some reason the day it was trending and I thought it was just hilarious the way it was worded. Kim Kardashian legally single. Oh right. god. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, what a so way to put that. Does that mean they're divorced? Oh no. No, a judge ruled she's legally single. Like, uh, all right. Okay. Why was that a ruling? <laughs> What kind of weird fucking judge called that one? Does everyone have to get, like, validated? Is that, like, a license you have to obtain legally single? Like, is it a spinoff of Legally Blonde? Oh, God. Matthew. Okay. Jail. I had to. Uh, Kanye West, on the other hand, among a myriad of other things, (laughs) is apparently now dating... Uh, someone who looks exactly like a Kirkland brand version of Kim Kardashian. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. What is? Ugh, never mind. We yeah, know. that that we is a whole wrong. additional episode of of that. Um. So yeah, Girl Scout season, Girl <laughs> Scout cookie season is upon us. That's right. You can reach out to your local Girl Scout troop, and they will send you cookies in the mail, or if you live around any dispensaries like here in Chicago, dispensaries. there are usually Girl Scouts posted up outside, which I think is brilliant. I'm so marketing. proud of those little entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the responsible thing to do. I mean, when it comes to uh, security, dispensaries, pot dispensaries, um, they're pretty much locked down. They have security guards walking around the premises at all times. So there's yeah. almost no safer yeah. place to be. For a Girl Scout to sell cookies. Right. Well, people act like it's, you know, nefarious or something. It's like it's yeah. just weed. Come on, exactly. chill. It's, it's legal. So, you know, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? All right. Some people oh, use it as well. I will judge. No, I'm just kidding. Come on. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of my quick hits. There is um there's a new cookie out. I meant to mention that as well. This this uh this Girl Scout season. There's is a there? new what is it? cookie out. It's called um hold on, I'll find it. This is breaking resnaculous news, guys. It, oh yeah. Girl Scout cookies. It's breaking. called like Adventure Adventurefuls. Oh, okay. What is it? It's a brownie inspired cookie with caramel flavored creme and a hint of sea salt. Ah. I have to say, I don't think I've had a Girl Scout cookie for, like, at least a decade. Mm. I don't know why. I just haven't had them. Never bought them. I was never in Girl Scouts as a kid. They weren't, like, a common thing we would get. I've had them. Just haven't, you know, tried them in years. Yeah. I mean, some people, you got to get your Thin Mints fixed every single year. Oh, I get it. I get why people go crazy for them, you Mm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting to me, too, is that some cookies have different names in different markets. So uh, countrywide, oh. the uh, the caramel, coconut and chocolatey stripey ones, they used to be known yeah. as Samoas. Um, yeah. But in some markets now, they're known as Caramel Delights. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So take that. I almost feel like as an adult, I want to try a bunch of them and be like, what do I like? Mm. I remember as a kid, I liked the peanut butter ones. Like the All peanut right. butter ones. Well, this is your homework now. <laughs> oh, no. In two weeks. Don't make me spend Girl Scout money. In two weeks, I want you to come back with three different types of Girl Scout cookies, and we're going to have a taste test. <laughs> oh, Lord. For the bonus I'll episode. I will try. I don't know where they be. I'll have and to order them. You know we're not always sober on the bonus episodes, so. 
I'm sober. Take that as you will. <laughs> you didn't get the memo, apparently. Yeah. No one. Anywho, yeah, that's what's going on in the world. Um, speaking of stuff that's going on in the world, you know, obviously we give our love and support to the people of Ukraine. Um, man, those are some hard motherfuckers over there dealing with all that. And, uh, yeah, you know, definitely. there was, there was one story that's been shared around that I'm sure everyone's heard by now, but you sent it to me this past week and I was just so inspired and, and just proud of this woman a Ukrainian woman who walked up yes. to a, a Russian soldier and basically just read him the filth, said, put these seeds in your pocket. And he's like, what are you talking about? She's just like, I want you, if you're going to fall on my land, to have the seeds in your pocket so you don't die for nothing. Yep. Grow some sunflower seeds some to your sunflower. dead body. Holy shit. Just what a fucking champ. She's metal. See, she deserves a Q-bone tattoo. Right there. Yes, absolutely. Let's give her a Q-bone tattoo mm-hmm. if she wants one. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, love and support definitely there. Thank you to everyone who uh, threw a donation over to um, support the uh, trans community in Texas, mm-hmm. as we asked last Thank week. You. Thank you so much for doing that. We, we threw our – we put our money where our mouth is as well. Mouths are? Yes. That. Yes, we donated as well. Yes, we did. So, in the immortal words of Quaxley, be excellent to each other. <laughs> That'll do. 